Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, welcome, welcome to the Rangers Rabble Podcast. My, my name is Derek McMillan. I'm hosting this evening. I'm joined today by Stevie. How you doing, Steve? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Not bad? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Very good. Greg, I'm joined with Greg as well. How are you? I'm good, mate. Thanks. How are you? And Wolf, how are you? How are you this lovely weekend? Aye, fine. Well, we bit we bit bored with no Rangers, but apart from that, aye, we're okay. We're all good. It's been the longest weekend ever without any actual Rangers games to watch. It's it's been terrible. Thank God we've got a game coming up soon. Now, the purpose of the podcast uh, uh, today is to discuss the transfer window. Um, so obviously, the transfer window closes uh, Monday Eve, Monday twelve o'clock, as I'm sure. Um, we've already got three pre-contracts done for the summer. Now, Stevie, do you see any of these guys coming in just now uh, and, and coming in early? Um, I suppose it all really depends on the finances and what sort of deals they can get from the other teams. If you're looking at the boy for Aberdeen, I know they've just let Cosgrove go as well, so maybe they're going to want to try and keep a hold of him and maybe look for a bit more money than we'd want to pay for him if we're already getting on a pre-contract. But uh, I think they're getting a loan guy in as well for to try and cover Cosgrove, so maybe that'll push it on a wee bit. But I think um, if we don't get it, if we don't get him in the coming this summer, I'm I'm happy with that to be honest. So, so Greg, you you the same mind then? Are you a bonus if we get them in, but we're quite comfortable if we don't? I I think so. I think um, as Derek was saying there, it'd be good to try and get them in. But I think our squad's kind of big enough, strength and depth wise, to know that it kind of covers each position without bringing them in. Um, but Derek was saying, the, the kind of finances, if they're kind of able to get the kind of deals done, that would be quite handy. But no, I think we've got more than enough to move. So I tend to agree. Wolf, what do you think then? Do you, any any of them you you want to see come in, or are you happy with what, what we've got? I'd like I'd like to see them all come in. To be honest, to get them bedded in, ready for next season, paying money for them. I mean, uh, the the boy the boy right from Aberdeen. Um, if if Aberdeen's looking for more than buying Kamara money, then no, I just tell them to poke it. You know, just I mean, and even then, I wouldn't give them money. I would just take it off the off the, off the fee they've agreed for. Uh, for Ross McCrory, 
so we're not actually handing the money because I mean Aberdeen are desperate for desperate for cash. That's why they've sold Cosgrove. You know, because they wouldn't sell him for the first yeah. decent bid that comes in if they if they weren't short of money. So I'd like to see him come in just to get him into the squad, um, just so that he can kind of settle, settle into it. But he knows Scottish football, so he shouldn't really struggle to come back in. But the the, the two the two lads from England, um, I can't see Simpson coming in because I think a three quarter million pound bid was accepted for him a couple of weeks ago. So that's the sort of money they're looking for. I'm forgetting them for nothing in the summer. That's just a waste of three quarters of a million pound, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the boy off a bar. There you go. I'll, I'll go for it first. There you go. <laughs> well, it actually, it actually sounded sounded quite positive that we might get him in before the window closed, the way his club were talking. But I don't know. But uh, see, it would be nice to get them in, just to get them bedded in, because the size of the club is always a shock to everybody that comes in, even folk that know Rangers. So that would, that would be good for the start of next season. But if we've got to wait till June, we've got to wait till June. Yeah, I think we hold the cards, don't we? Like uh, these guys, we've got them. They're our players. Come, come June, I think we hold the cards. It's up to us, really, how much we want them. Um, Steve Wolf touched on a couple of things that I wanted to bring up today, and, and that's getting them in from between now and May and bedding them in. You know, we're hopefully going to win the league, and we're going to show them what it means to, to win trophies at Rangers and to get that winning mentality. Would you see that as a bonus if we could get that over the line before the, the transfer window closes? I mean, I suppose in that sense, I there would be no harm whatsoever to get them in and get them bedded in early and see what it takes and what the sort of the mindset of the players are in the team at the minute. There'd be no harm in that whatsoever. Um, I totally agree with you. It's, there is, it must be coming from certain teams like Aberdeen and Bournemouth. There's a different mentality. I want, and we need a winning mentality for the players coming in going forward. And um, for that aspect, I, de- I definitely think that's massive. Because one thing I'm really hoping from kind of going forward is that the forward planning for the next few windows has is, is got to be happening already. Um, and not just that, we like players we've got in a minute, like Kamara and stuff like that, what's going to happen to him or else. So um, the quicker, the better. And hopefully they're, they're already, it's not just the next window, but the window after that as well. So if we can get them in, it's a good deal. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, Greg, you know, probably just the same question, but I'll kind of flip it. I mean, how desperate must these boys to come and join? Because it's going to be, a monumentous couple of months for us. Hopefully, if things keep going their way, do you think these guys are desperate to get through the doors at Auchinleck? Oh, definitely. I think so. I think we now that they've signed, we'll be probably watching Rangers more and more, and that how close Rangers are to winning the league title. For it's not been for so long, so it's a massive, massive incentive. And then obviously, seeing as well that we could be Champions League football, the qualifiers. So they'll be looking at what Gerrard's still trying to do and the increase the potential of the squad. So I think. To be a part of that and to be a part of that kind of atmosphere in Glasgow and see how much the fans love the club and stuff like that, I think it would be important for them to kind of get involved in that. So then when they're getting into a pre-season, it gives them a good kind of positive start to go, right, I want to kind of share their experiences and I want to kind of share the success for the following campaign. So it would be definitely good to kind of get them in in, in that respect, yeah. We're really hoping that we could all be part of that, never mind a guy that's already signed. Now, Wolf, it must, they must be getting itchy feet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not only the the, the league thing, as the, as the lads have said. I mean, we're we're still in Europe, and these guys these guys could come straight in, you know, straight in and be playing European football in two weeks' time. Yeah. Now, I would imagine uh, that the two lads from Bournemouth will never have played in Europe. I don't mean I don't know that I don't know I don't know Jack Simpson's history before he before he got to where he is, but I don't suppose he's ever played in Europe. The the, the young lad off of he definitely won't, he definitely won't have. So I mean, what what an incentive it is for them if they could if they could push a deal through, 
Um, as you said, Derek, we, we hold we hold all the cards, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be getting held to ransom saying, "Look, well, just for the sake of bringing them in," because I don't I don't see any of the, any of the three of them being automatic starts straight into the team. So there's no rush to get them in. No, I I, I I totally agree. I don't think I don't think there's any need right this second. Now Gerard obviously has identified them and, and, and thinks they're going to improve our team, but I don't think there's a need for them right now to get to where we need to be. So I think to get them in and get them training with us and get them used to the way the club's set up, it's almost like a, a free hit for a few months for them to, to come in in, in June and um, to try and affect the first team. So again, we'll see what happens now. Stevie, if, if they don't come in, are you happy second uh, of February? With the squad that we've got, that we can go and go and reach our targets this year. I, I definitely. I don't think there's really any pressing positions that we really need to go out and push the boat out to get. To be honest, especially with people like Jack coming back and then Arfield coming back in the next few weeks as well, and then Ruth being back in the bench and coming on at Hibs. So I'm more uncomfortable. We've got enough to really to kind of see through. And not only that, I would be more. To be honest, I'd be happier just to. Maybe dipping into the youth team a bit more coming in. Maybe see if we need players like Patterson or um, Kieran Dixon coming in to cover it rather than going out and spending money that we don't really need to do. And it's a it's a trickier window, uh, the sort of January and stuff like that than it is in the summer. So I, I'm more than happy to sit with what we've got and uh, see it through, to be honest. Yeah, I tend to agree. Greg, you the same mind then? If 2nd of February the window slam shut, you're, you're happy to, to go with the squad and a, a few from the youths bolstering that, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's to say, because the strength and depth in the squad now with the kind of cover for each position, that if some if somebody does kind of pick up an injury, there is somebody to kind of come in and fill that area in the spot. And the run of form we've been on as well, there's, see, we might not win every game, or a couple of draws here and there, but we've, we've got more than enough now to kind of get to kind of even our short-term goals and aims, and then obviously the bigger expectation that going on to win the league, and the, the kind of squad and the team we've got are more than capable. I've seen that through, yep. What about you, Will? Are you happy with the with the squad as it is then? Yeah, just just think. I mean, I would. I'd, I'd still like to see a couple going out. I mean, I know Jordan Jones has gone out to Sunderland, but I'd still like to see another couple. You know, just going out to because they're just sitting about doing nothing. They're not. They're nowhere near getting getting the game. So I would try. I would try and get another two or three more uh, on the, on, uh, before the window closes. But I mean, just think about it here just now. I mean, the to me, if we don't bring any of these three guys in. That's got to be good for the for the youth players that we mentioned, Lisa Patterson and, and, and Dixon and guys like that, because all being well, we'll have the league tied up and with a few games to spare, which means we can bring these guys in, give them a bit of experience. Now, if we do bring in any of these guys that are on pre-contracts, the first thing they do is put them in at the team to give them experience of yeah. playing for Rangers. You know, but I think it would probably, from where we are now, be more beneficial to give guys like Kieran Dixon two or three games on their own, give you know, give maybe give Patterson a couple of games in the team. Uh, give some of the other young, young lads, you know, two or three games, not just not just a start here and a, a wee substitute appearance there, which mm-hmm. obviously will only happen after the league comes. Uh, the league gets gets closed out. Yeah, so I think Patterson's going to be a, a future, the future right back for Rangers. Sorry, I love him. Not your friend. The future is just when he signed the extension deal, you can see how happy he was and with Gerard as well. He, he, you can see how much work goes on in the training ground with him and Tavernier and how he's kind of getting them to that next level. So it's as well we're saying, it's definitely good if you can kind of get into that more experienced role earlier as much game time as possible because he's definitely he's going to be the future right back for Rangers, definitely. The, the, the problem we've got with Patterson is because Tavernier doesn't like not playing games. So even when, even when it's done, he'll be wanting games. You know what I mean? So that's... That's, that's a difficult one with Nathan Patterson's concern, but I mean, it would, it would just be be nice to give someone, you know, 
give give Kieran Dixon a wee, a wee run out in midfield and maybe give maybe give give Glenn Kamara or Steve Davis a rest for just for two or three games. You know, and even Ryan Jack, you know, you know, do do the bit for the guys that are going to the Euros. Give them a give them a few games off so they can rest up because these guys aren't going to get a lot of rest between the end of this season and the start of next season if they're going to the Euros. So we could do with bringing in a couple of the young guys in midfield to give, maybe give them a break. Yeah, so totally agree with on a blessed blessed position. Let's not let's not kid ourselves on here. Usually January you're thinking I need to go out and spend a couple of million pounds on a player to get you over the line. Um, the recruitment was done early in, in in the summer and we're seeing the the fruits of that that labour, shall we say. Now Wolf touched on it, he preempted my question. I don't know if you can see my sheet from there, but John Jones has left to Sunderland, Steve. I mean I, I, I thought John Jones was going to do a job, but he disappointed the way it's turned out for him. I am actually, to be fair. And they did, at times when he came on, he showed glimpses, but it's just maybe a couple of things off the field. And he's just, you no, know, we had that opportunity to get an embedded cell in properly and get like three or four games to actually cement his place in the team. So I think it's just the way it's worked out. But to be fair to him, it's a good move down to Sunderland. It's a decent loan. And I think if he can go down there and do well, and there's no, there's no need to say he won't come back up here and get back in the squad and maybe try and push to get another team again. So um, that's that's fair play to him. And if he's going down there, it's just maybe no worked out this time for him. And that's is what it is, isn't it, really? Hopefully he can go on. Yeah. He's got the Euros. Uh, uh, he's obviously got to get back to the Northern Ireland and stuff like that as well. So. That's the point I was going to take to, to Greg. He needs to play. He's got the Northern Ireland squad to get into. Do you think that's a key key reason why he's left or do you think his time's kind of up with Gerard and, he, and his, his behaviour over the last, last six um, or seven months? I think it's a bit of both. I think because as we're sitting there he's definitely got the potential when, he, when he's come on for Rangers there is glimpses with his pace and his ability and stuff there's no doubt about it that he's can be a talented footballer but yeah. I just think with the, the kind of off-field issues it just seems to be that side within him like maybe I don't know if he can kind of bed it but it just boils down to the individual mistakes you know what I mean there's no much can only advise as coaches and stuff in your own personal life, but at the end of the day, you've got to be the one you go, right, this is right and this is wrong. So I think in that aspect, it's uh, Gerald's probably kind of thinking, well, what else more can I do? But he's got the potential, so we'll see if he can mature a wee bit more at Sunderland, and then if he can come back into the squad and do a job for us, that would be good. Um, if you come to a new club, you need to rip the jersey off someone. You know, you need to out-train them, you need to outplay them, you need to have a better attitude. You need to pick a guy almost in the squad and go, you know what? I'm going to get your place in that. And John Jones, for me, just hasn't done that. Regardless of he's, he's off the field stuff, he's not done that for me. Now, Wilfie, you, you're disappointed. Did you see him doing a turn for us? I did. I did when we initially signed him. But I think it's all it's all spiralled downhill since that ridiculous red card in the old firm game at Ibrox. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that ludicrous challenge that he didn't need to make when the game was when the game was done. And he's never really come back from that. But I mean, talk, thinking about where he's gone, I'm not sure Sunderland's the right place for him to go to. Because I think he's he's got a lot of kind of friends and family in that neck of the woods. Because <laughs> he's he spent a lot of his, his downtime, you know, down in down in Sunderland, I believe, when he when he wasn't playing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure, given given his, his off field antics, whether going somewhere like that's the right move for him. He obviously thinks it is, but it might just be that he's going somewhere he feels comfortable. And it could be the maker of him, I don't know. Because well, it, it can either go two ways, can't it, Wolf? We all know, and especially us from the west of Scotland, that sometimes that it's just all becomes too comfortable for you and your pals are too handy and it's ruined many a career. So I hope yeah. that uh, Jordan Jones um, goes and, uh, you know, and he does have a good career because you don't want to see anyone um, failing at football, you know, and he is a good player and 
League One's um, obviously a massive step back from Rangers, um, but hopefully Sunderland give them the platform to go and go and kick on. Um, so is it just on that, Steve? Is there anyone else um, that you think we should maybe be trying to get? Don't want to say get out the door. That's harsh. But anyone else that we should be trying to move on for the sake of their own careers rather than Rangers' squad? Um, I mean, I suppose there's also Edmondson in there. There was maybe a, a tied in with uh, Jones a wee bit, but uh, he's another one. I don't think he's going to get much game time in the next sort of six months as well. And, no. um, I think he's potentially one that could go and get loan and get some game time for us. It's also it'll be a big ask looking at the who we've got in defence. I think it'll be a big ask for him to actually come back and push into that to, the, to one of the two centre back positions now. But that'd be one maybe to look how he get to get him at the door for a wee bit. But Except for that, I can't really see he's pushing the boat out to get people out or unless a, a bid comes in for somebody. But I, I think it's going to be pretty much status quo going forward for the next few months. What about you, Greg? Greg Stewart or that? Do you think you should be looking to move them on the next day or so? Aye, I think so. Again, I, I was pretty gutted for Greg Stewart again because I'd, I'd watched what he made. He was kind of Aberdeen and Dundee and stuff. And again, another player with potential. But what you were saying earlier on, Derek, like, with the kind of attitude and picking somebody in the squad to go and be better. And again, he's just not really lived up to that standard. So I, I think I, I think if he goes out and loan, I don't know. I don't think he's good enough at the moment, the players we've got. So I think if he was to go out, it would maybe be to try and kind of sell him. Um, Brandon Barker as well. Another player who I thought had potential and he showed glimpses, but I think they might, if somebody comes in for him, then they could be looking to get him out the door as well, I think. Talking about levels here, I think we've signed Greg Stewart and we've signed Brandon Barker and, and, and these guys have came in at a certain time, even Jordan Jones. Do you think the levels are now lifted, Champions League football coming up? Do you think we should be kind of shopping in a better market without being too harsh? Yeah, without question. I mean, it looks like we're, you know, we're looking at a, a kind of higher level of player. Um, Brandon Barker's a funny one because the manager seems to fancy him. I mean, he's brought him in out, out the cold a couple of times in big games and he's come in and he's never let us down. No, so sure. that's quite a that's that's quite a stage with, but I agree with Greg. I'd be looking, to, I'd be looking to move him, move him on before the window closes, just for the sake of the guys' own career to get get some game time. I mean, it's must be great for them to say that they're Rangers players, but they're not playing games at all. It's not as if there's you know there's other there's B team games that they can be played because the current situation nothing's happening out with the first team, so they're not getting any games at all anywhere. So they really, for the sake of their own career, need to be playing. Um, but apart from the, the guys we've mentioned, I don't think we'd be looking to move anybody else out. But because we're certainly, as you say, Derek, we're certainly up to standard from when they came in. You know, just look at look at the bench now from this time last year. It's an awful lot stronger now than it was even in the summer, which tells you that we're we're we're, move, we're moving it on. I mean, we should only be looking to bring in players that are going to look to fight for the places of the guys that are in the team and then the guys that are in the team are going to be going on the bench so the guys on the bench are going to be surplus to requirements so they're going to have to move on because the standards going up and up and up all the time and it has to otherwise we'll end up otherwise we'll end up going backwards because we're standing still that's it and and there's there's better players than these being replaced before when you think that you know when you know Brian Loudrop left Rangers he still went on and you know you won the title uh, not 10 over the next one and we replaced them life goes on and the standards keep getting getting lifted now just to, to finish the transfer segment um Steve do you see any big 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 bids coming in from any of our players um over the next couple of days uh, to be honest no I don't really see it I don't think it'd be welcomed either for anybody I, I think Gerald was on record as saying that nobody's really gone out this window that He's not wanting to go out, to be honest. So, but I can't, I can't, I can't, can't see anyone coming in for anyone. To be honest, it's no, 
the transfer window this month doesn't seem to be on fire as much either, really. There's no much movement going, so no. there's just with things going on at the minute. So, uh, nah, I don't think there'll be much change, to be honest, before uh, before the end of uh, next day or so. Fingers crossed, you're right. Fingers crossed. Greg, would you, do you see any curveballs, anyone leaving that we, we hopefully don't want to, that we don't want to, sorry? No, I don't think so. I think, as Steve was saying there, I think with the, the current situation and stuff as well, I just don't think a lot of teams have got the funds to be kind of spending. Um, so it's, it's just kind of, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's really, it's early, I remember, it's, it doesn't feel like a transfer window at all, just with the current situation. But no, it would take something extra special, but I think, I think, Every house here will be here and stuff. Um, but the summer can be more interesting. But we'll come to that when it comes. Aye. Yeah. We'll get other stuff out of the way first, Greg, then we'll move on. Well, Wolf, what about you? Quiet day at Ockenhowie tomorrow. Um, I think Gerard and, and um can turn his phone off and we can just get looking forward to St. George's on Wednesday. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if, if I was someone, I'd be giving everybody the day off and just getting into hiding tomorrow. Just so they, you know, Take their phones off them. I mean, not, not, not only I don't think will there be any acceptable, but why would any of the players want to leave? Really? Yeah, you're right, and you're like, right. They're getting offered ridiculous money. Why would you want to leave? You're on the cusp of going down as, going down in, as legendary status for the biggest club biggest club in the country. You know, I mean, all these guys, they're going to, they're, they are, they're going to be right up there with, with, the, with the Rangers greats. Because of what, what they're about to achieve, why would they want to walk away from that? Yep, it's an exciting time, Wolf. You're getting me, you're getting me going there. I must say. Um, so that, that rounds up the transfer segment. What? So obviously we've got a big game on Wednesday. Um, we've been saying this for how many pods and how many weeks previous? It's a Johnston Wednesday night at Ibrooks. Um, come to you first, Greg. Um, another another massive game, another massive cup final. Obviously, what happened yesterday um, with, with Celtic uh, losing a, a more ground to us, we're now 23 points ahead with Celtic only having two games in hand. Another massive game on Wednesday night, isn't it? Oh, aye, crucial, absolutely crucial. And I'm kind of still under the mind frame. Yeah, it's, it's great we are dropping points and it gets us closer to where we want to be. But for Rangers, it's just one game at a time, 100% focus and uh, what we've got to do and I just say every game is a cup final because you just need to go into every game with the kind of same attitudes like 100% right for the beginning and and get the result that takes us closer to where we want to be um, confident going into the game as well and also Johnson have been in good form I've, I've seen kind of yeah. there and they get a great result yesterday we've been 2-0 down and fair play to Callum Davidson he's got to Johnson playing some good football as well so it will offer a kind of a different challenge uh, to Rangers but I think if we just stick to our own game, the way we've been playing and working on our, the, kind of, the tactics and the rotation of the, the squad and the team and stuff, then we'll push a, a good three points. But I just, massive game for the beginning if we can just go for the start and get another win. Totally agree. Now, Wolf, if you, we're talking about rotation here, if we can remember so far back as last Wednesday's our last game, <laughs> which seems like three weeks ago, uh, do you think there'll be any changes um, from that from that Hibs team? I do, because I think Morelos will be suspended. Because I well, think that's happening Tuesday. Uh, was it, is that, I've not seen it. Is that when the, the, the panels are. I think we've got till we've got to Monday. To one, one, we've got to Monday to. Or close the play Monday to make a representation. And the hearing's going to be on Tuesday. If he does, if we accept it, it's a three match ban. What's your gut on that, Wolf? What's your gut on that, Wolf? Do you think we'll accept it? Yeah, I think we will. I said that, I said that on the, the breaking news pod that we did. Um, I, think, I think we will because. Everybody's agreeing he should have been sent off. Yeah. Now, okay, there, there is the, there is the argument. Well, what about Darren McGregor? But then, 
that's not getting away from the fact that Morelos probably should have been sent off. So what about the what about that he's not really a defence for me? So I think we'll accept it, but we'll also make noises in the background saying, look, we're looking for consistency here. You know, I mean, you've got you've got the one that Lee Griffiths did a couple of weeks ago that was horrendous that nobody that nobody looked into. You know, um, Scott Brown does it all the time. Players do it all the time. I mean, that's just that the ones that, that get highlighted, obviously, because it's them. Um, but the Callum McGregor, I mean, it's in the, the Darren McGregor. It's in the same game. You know, and there's they, they looked at it and said he's not got a case to answer. It was it was as bad, if not worse, than what Morelos did. But uh, no, that's 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 mental. It's a uh, beggar's belief, isn't it? Excuse the pun. Now, Stevie, what do you think? We'll accept. You think we'll, you have the same mind? You think we'll accept it, or do you think that we'll try and uh, we'll reject it just to make a point about how ridiculous it is that Morelos is cited and, and McGregor's not? For me, we've got a wee chance here to to really blow a hole in how this whole process runs, or do you think we'll just take our medicine and and try and do that in the background? A hard one, isn't it? Um, I think what we'll say there, I agree with. I think it's hard to maybe give an argument that's saying it wasn't a red card, but it was quite recently before he got cited, didn't we? We just took our medicine and just said... Like, a Dungeon United, yeah. Uh-huh. October, was it? October. Aye, and I was actually in the mindset, I thought that was the right thing to do, because I didn't want anything to sort of derail us at the time. Um, we've got a bit more luxury now, where I don't think something like this would derail us and just cause like, unnecessary headlines and stuff like that. But to be honest, I'm kind of hoping that... if I'm not hoping if he... If he is suspended, I'm looking forward to it and starting if he's going to get a start as well. So I'm also like, well, I'd like to see him get a couple of run of games. And because uh, I thought he came on at Hibs and done well at Hibs, to be honest. And he's just a cut, he just needs a couple of games. So I'm, if, if we're, we're lucky to not really need Morelos overly too much at the minute. So um, whatever happens, happens. I can see, and I can see probably the benefit of just saying, you know what, we'll take it on the chin, get it in, and just keep, keep on going on, to be honest. Greg do, you think, uh, Greg, do you think there should be a change to the process here? Now, Morelos was a red card, right? I think I've not met a Rangers fan that's not said that. But so was McGregor's. And the fact that one's been cited not just totally blink, brings up the whole uh, failures in this whole process for me. Do you think there has to be a change, a review top to bottom, uh, of this uh, disciplinary procedure that they can do uh, retrospectively? Oh, 100%. As the guys were saying that you need to be consistent with each kind of challenge and look at each challenge for what it is and the, the two of them are as bad as each other do you know what I mean but I think for me what made it worse was that um, the referee gave an explanation about that he's seen Morelos tackle when it wasn't enough for a red card but then he's doing getting cited for it and he's going to get banned so I think it's like then you're re-refereeing a game so it's like where, where does that come from the referee's yeah. giving explanation so should that just be it finished I think we need more clarity in that sense with kind of all the tackles to say right this is the decision I've made. I've seen it in the story, where it's just it, it kind of constantly just goes on. So I think, so I think it just needs to be looked at consistently over the whole. That each challenge, this is what it is. If it's needs to be taken further, then this is what we're doing with every challenge, rather than just picking one and going, "Oh, that's what we need there for that one," and no the other. So it's it's frustrating, but ah, uh, you just you kind of you, you come running tails with it. I think and. I think the guys were saying as well, Rangers will just accept it because then you're opening up another can of worms to, I don't know, really getting yourself in further trouble. So it's maybe not the right time, but we'll see what happens. I, I 
think you hit the nail on the head when you say, you say consistency. We're not getting consistency at all with any of this. And it's not just me as a Rangers fan sitting here saying, I feel sorry for my, my team for, for being cited the last couple of times. But there's no consistency across the board. It's actually actually worrying. Now, Will, for, I derailed you there. Apologies. What, what changes are you making for Wednesday uh, for St. Johnston? Um, as, um, as Stevie says, I think we'll, we, we'd bring it in for Morelos. And that's, that's quite exciting. Uh, apart from that, I don't really think there'll be there'll be many changes to be honest. Do you see it just a consistency thing now with the team? Um, you know, get us over the line, couple of changes here or there, and and, and make sure we we get the job done. Yeah, I mean, we haven't we haven't said there'll be no other changes. I've just just realised the midfield he played last week, and he'll probably change one of the midfield three because um, Jack Davis and Kamara is fine for going to Easter Road, and it's okay away in Europe, but. A whole game of Ibrox against St. Johnson. We don't need the three of them mm. in there. So you'll probably take one of them out. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Stephen Davis because he's played an awful lot of football recently. Uh, yeah. It certainly won't be Ryan Jack because he's just back in the team. No. Um, and whether he, whether he brings in brings in Zungu or he puts Aribo back in the team, um, might throw in a curveball, throw in Kieran Dixon, you never know. Well, you never know. Well, would Steve Jank Hadji might come in, uh, might come in for one of these midfielders. I was thinking myself that Davis might get a, a well-earned rest. The guy's been absolutely astounding. We've rolled him out in nearly every game, probably 10-15% more games than what we thought we would have to. Uh, do you think Davis will get a wee rest and maybe bring Hadji in? Or do you um, think they'll just go with the same? No, that's the one we'll... I don't know what, what we'll do, but I think that's the one I'd do. And I think maybe give Davis a well-deserved sort of break for a bit. Because like you're saying, he's played a lot of football for a guy his age and week in, week out for us, and he's, he's been outstanding. But uh, I think if he does do that, and it is, I can only see him playing Jack and Kamara in the midfield. And then I think the third midfielder is usually going to be a bit more attacking because those two can be quite, they two can be sitting in. So I think if he puts Hadji in, in the three in there as well, and maybe a rebo with Hadji a bit further forward. So I think it might be too early for Roof to get a start. I think he'll maybe get another 30 minutes or something like that. So uh, I think it'll probably be like go Aribo and Hadji and then up front with like Roof and, um, or sorry, Kent and Itton. So I think those might be the changes. I'd hopefully, I, I don't really see many changes at the back. I'd like to see a lander back it's, it's starting again. He was brilliant in, in, uh, against us for me, to be honest. And yeah, I said for that, I can't really see much changes. So, Greg, what do you see the game um, going like? Do you see it more like Hibs on Wednesday evening? Or do you see it like the the, the, the Ross County game, the, the prior week at Ibrox? Um, I, I think it could be more like the Ross County game, I think. It's interesting to see, because I've, I've not seen a lot of St. Johnston, but they, they quite like to get the ball done and play a bit of football. As well, I think Callum Davison's trying to kind of, kind of drum that into them and stuff like that. They're not really too much. They might try and hit an account, but they're not too much. I think if they can get the ball down and play, then they will. So I think it could be quite similar to Ross County because that would then suit us. It's either going to be one of the kind of tight games or Rangers will run away with it, I think. And then I think if St Johnson kind of have that approach, then it could be quite comfortable for Rangers. But you just never know. I think with these teams, it's, they're in two minds. It's... The kind of smart maybe way it would be play hitting the counter attack, but I think some of these teams are now looking that there's nothing really to lose. These are the game to define their season as well, so they could have a go. But no, I think if if, if we just kind of play our football and stuff and the way we move the ball quickly for the beginning, then it should be a comfortable afternoon. Fingers crossed. So, Wilf, how do we win? How do we get the victory on Wednesday night that we need? Quite simply, we score more goals than them. <laughs> Easy game, isn't it? Absolutely easy, easy yes. Yeah, uh, I think 
say, as, as we say all the time, just play our game. Ibrox, Ibrox is a massive pitch. Play our game. Play the ball quickly through the midfield. I mean, we've scored a couple of cracking team goals recently. You know, none more so than, than Ryan Jacks uh, against Ross County. So just play that sort of football. Just pa pass it about. We're better players than them. You know, and just, just pass it about. Pass it quickly through the midfield. And I, I think we'll, we'll win quite comfortably. Yeah, hopefully you're right. If I'm feeling confident myself, who wouldn't be with the form we're in? Stevie, what did Johnson bring to the table? Any any, any worries from them? Uh, no, but obviously they can bring quite a dogged team like most of the teams that can come to Ibrox at times. I don't expect them to be as open as County were um, last time out at Ibrox, to be honest. I probably imagine they're going to sit in a wee bit. And it's just a case of us trying to get in behind them and try and move the ball as quickly as we can and have a bit of decent movement. Because there has been a few times recently when we've started the game, it's been a bit slower pace, which just plays into their hands, to be honest. So if we can get a fast start, get at them and get, like Wilson, get the ball moving about quickly and get our rotation up front as well, I think we'll be I think we'll be all right. These teams can be dangerous on the break and stuff like that, but if we can if we can kind of control the ball and out of sea, especially out of possession defensively, I think we've been fantastic. See at Hibs and Wednesday, out of possession, we're just the formation, the shapers. So I've got no real concerns that they'll catch us sleeping or on the break because we've been we've been on it that way this whole season. So um, if we turn up again, when we've been too good for most teams in this league this season, so I don't expect anything different to be honest. Wolf, do you see them being in the cup final, having a, 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 a sorry, a part to play in this? Because they've got places up for grabs in a couple of weeks. Do you think they'll be trying that little bit harder to make sure they're in that team? Yeah, I always find that's a difficult one because, yes, they want to play their way into the team. But the other side of that, they won't want to get injured and miss, miss their big day out. Yeah. You know, so they might they might look at a, a sort of 50-50 as a, well, or maybe not go in, in for that the way I should, just in case they get injured. But then again, they might they might just say, "Well, fuck it. If I get injured, I get injured. I need to try and play my way in the cup final." So it's a, to me, that's a really difficult one. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's getting that balance, isn't it? I'm sure if they're holding back in tackles, but Callum Davison might drop them anyway. So yeah, I can surely be able to weed that out. And Greg, with the title's in sight, you know, and we can openly say that it's in sight, you know, and and, and we're getting closer to where we need to be. How how important it is for Gerard to make sure they keep their eye on the ball. You know, if you lose one game. You know, it could all, all of a sudden become a wee bit more of dramatic than it needs to be. So, how important is it, Gerard's on them and make sure they're on point? Oh, hundred percent. And I think that's he's, he's drilled that in from the very beginning. He just, as we were saying earlier, game at a time and just focus on this game and what you're doing in each game and the kind of key moments and stuff as well. I think it, having the gap, but as you say, only takes one result, and that's a slight wee bit of noise. You know what I mean? And then the chat starts. I think it's just trying to get the players to ignore all the kind of outside noise because I think that's where it's kind of coming from. Obviously, the kind of the banter and all that and stuff, which is great. But I'm sure Gerard has just closed that off to the players. It's not even been mentioned or anything like that. Obviously, they're aware at how close they are. But I think if the, the focus has been there. I think that's what's been different for the past couple of seasons. The focus is really, really there. They're not getting ahead of themselves. They're not getting too carried away. They're confident in what they're doing. So I think it's just a case of each player keeping themselves grounded and going for there and they'll get over the line. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I don't I don't see any any lapses in concentration, but you know, he's he's got to got to make sure he keeps them rallied. It'd be dead easy to to think we've got both hands on it when it's only one and one and three quarters. Now now if you're Stephen Gerrard, what are you saying to the boys just before they, they go out to that, that tunnel to go on to the pitch on Wednesday night? What's what's the main message? 
just go out and win, win the game. Just play play your football. Worry about what you're doing. Win your, win your individual battles. Move the ball about quickly and don't come back in unless you've won the game. <laughs> just just got the road to your car. See you later. <laughs> I think that'd be fair enough. I think we'd all feel like that if they can't beat St. Johnson at the moment on Wednesday night. Stevie, you, you must be confident. I mean, I don't care who we're playing on Wednesday night. It could be Benfica, Ibrox again, and I would fancy us. It's a great feeling, isn't it? Uh, definitely. It's uh, you're going in and get every game, we're just looking forward to it, but expecting a good performance and also be able to handle anything that's getting thrown at them. Even that Hibs game, I was going into that expecting a winner. I was it would be a shock if we didn't come away with three points, to be honest, because of how well we've been playing, especially off the back of the county game. And uh, I can't see any different, to be honest, than, than Wednesday night. Uh, I think we'll get too much, we'll have too much for them. And I, what's the last couple of times we played them? It's 3 0 and away, I think, against the Johnson the last two games. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't really see them. Then, although you can expect it for a Rangers one, to be honest. No, to- to- totally agree. It's a-, it's a great feeling. We've not had it for a number of years, so Aye. let's enjoy it. Let's 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 look forward to it. Uh, and Stevie touched on that there, Greg. We've got a decent record against St Johnston. Obviously, we dropped point last last year when we're on a, a kind of bad run, if you like. With uh, Ryan, I can't remember who scored the equaliser. The guy's names went right out of my head. It came from Hibs. Camberry scored, didn't he? Um, but I'll, I can take us back to the dark days, but. Um, confident, confident at three points. Aye, very confident. We're saying if, if Rangers just kind of focus on their game, like the way we've been moving the ball and the rotation in the midfield, the quick football, the one touch. I think if we kind of kind of stick to that, and as well for saying they're individual battles, as long as you know what you're doing on the parks and winning the kind of second balls, and as, as Steve was saying earlier on as well, the kind of I've been most impressed with the kind of we've no had the ball and stuff so I think that'll be too much for St Johnston as well because since we lose the ball it's like three, four players in and stuff so I think basically it's just doing what we've been doing and no taking our eye off the ball and just if even if we're not playing well in games there's just having that patience and having that control to go right if you keep going then a goal's going to come and I think that's the kind of belief that every fan's kind of had this season as well mm-hmm. um, so no definitely I think it will be a comfortable win and Wednesday can't see any issues at all really What's what's your prediction for for Wednesday evening and who's the key player who's going to get us that win? I don't I don't think particularly there's one there's one key player. Tavernier's due a goal, so I'll I'll say that Tav's going to get a goal um, on Wednesday because he's he's long he's long overdue one. Whether it's whether it's a penalty or it's open play, I think he'll 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 chip in with a goal uh, and we'll get another goal from somebody else and we'll win two nothing. Excellent. Take that right now, Stevie. What about you? Prediction and who's your key man? Uh, I'm going to copy and paste what Will's saying there and go for a 2 0 <laughs> victory. And I can't see he's losing a goal, to be honest. Our defensive record now is just phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Can't see he's losing a goal. And I'm going to go for Starman. I'll go for it. And to be honest, I think he must be, if he can get a chance, he must be buzzing to get on that part and get like me by running a games here. And if I was him, the way I'd be looking at it is this is my opportunity, like we said earlier to not let anyone back in this team. He's got a chance here if we get three games in a row to not let Morelos back in. So uh, I'm going to go with him and he's been in decent form when he's came on for the, the three chances here and there. So 2-0 on it and for me. Maybe two goals, I'll go with that then. Two for it and a brace for it. I wouldn't be surprised at that, mate. He just he gets, keeps getting better for me. He's coming on and doing a job for the team. He deserves a, a start if it comes his way in Wednesday. Now, Greg, what's the same as your prediction and, and key man? Uh, I think we'll win 4-0. I think we'll be oh, yeah, 4-0. So yeah, I think... Um, if if Adji starts, I think he he just seems to be involved in having an assist. He might even get a goal himself. But I think a lot of the kind of 
the kind of play just stands for him, just his movement, creating the space for everybody else. So I think, I for now, and I think, I don't know, he might score Hadji, but definitely involved in probably one or two of the goals. So I for now, and Hadji, aye, key man. It's just, it's just good that we've got options here, isn't it? Like, there's so many people that are on form. You can pick three, four, five, six people that are going to go and win you this game on Wednesday. I think we'll win 3 now. I think it'll be a comfortable evening. Uh, I think Ruth will score. I think he might start, actually. I might just go against what you guys have said, but I think they might, Ruth might get the nod. Uh, but I think it'll be a comfortable evening and we'll, we'll uh, lead away at least 23 points by Wednesday night, hopefully further, because obviously Celtic play the night before at Kilmarnock. Um, so fingers crossed we'll, we'll have one more victory towards that that title. Now, thanks for, for joining us today. It's been, I really appreciate you coming on us for a chat. Um Fingers crossed uh, we're one more victory towards our, our end goal and we keep all our players over the next few days and everyone will be happy come Wednesday night. So thank you everyone for listening to the Rangers Rabble podcast and we'll, we'll catch you all again. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.